What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. What's up out there? Hi, how are you guys doing tonight? It's Friday and I wanted to pop on and do the episode number two of the Period Whisperer podcast uh, coming live as well on Instagram. And tonight I want to spend just 10, 15 minutes talking about weight loss um, and fitness specifically for your perimenopause years. Um, because as someone who is in my perimenopause years, um, I, I have learned so much. And since the bulk of my clients land in this 35 to 55 age bracket, I've learned so much about how there are correct and better workouts for your body at this time and this stage in your life. Um, so I, I'm excited to, to talk about this topic. And I think, you know, if you missed the first episode of the podcast, what I really tried to explain and, and walk you through what we really talked about was just how the body shifts and what it really needs in order to get back to this land of homeostasis. But to summarize it really quickly, you know, so make sure you go back and listen to that one if you haven't already to get a bigger a bigger understanding. But to really, to summarize it really quickly for you, I think what's important to understand is that as we hit perimenopause, which is that magical age of 35 and beyond, our bodies are naturally more elevated in cortisol and stress. Um, and, and elevated cortisol and stress in the body automatically means we cannot lose weight, right? We, we automatically store our hormones, which makes... Um, you know, a big imbalance in our hormones and causes a whole host of dis un uncomfortable discomfort, uncomfortable issues for us. And it also burns out, you know, our organs that are trying to, you know, clean themselves every single night. And it automatically, you know, suppresses our metabolism and amps up our fat storage. So how do we find, you know, if we still want to feel really good, how do we add fitness into our life? And I think what's really important to remember, you know, and as a personal trainer and someone who loves fitness, you know, it took me a long time to be able to swallow this pill, but ultimately weight loss, there's like, there's fitness for weight loss. Yeah. And, and, and there's fitness for body composition change. Um, and so if what we're trying first is to bring our body back to a place of homeostasis, we have to remember that one of the most important pillars of our health is movement. But I don't mean workouts necessarily in this movement pocket or this movement, what I like to call pillar. If we imagine that our health is a table, and there are four pillars of health, right, that keep the table nice and stable for us to, you know, build on and put lots of things on and have wonderful meals on. You know, sleep is one, nutrition is one, movement is one, and mindset is one. And ultimately, movement really 
is more about just the moving of our body every single day. So if your goal is to balance your hormones and bring yourself uh, to a place um, of homeostasis so that your body can release weight, the most important movement that you actually do every day is something very gentle on the body, you know, walking and yoga and, you know, anything along those lines that's not asking more of the body, but that's getting the body moving. Because for our baseline of health, getting out for a walk like 30 minutes a day, you know, or taking a 30 minute yoga class or both of those things is so they're so critical, right? They're critical for our mental health. It's critical for, you know, just the overall like cardiovascular of our body. It's critical for our ability to sleep and just our mindset, right? How we're feeling. So if you aren't even able to find time to get those things in, that's got to be the first priority, right? If you're out trying to crush a hard workout and you can't even find time to go for a walk every single day and because you're stuck in front of your computer all day long, that's an imbalance. We need to actually start to like walk before we run, if that makes sense, right? You know, we hear people talk all the time about, you know, couch to 5K and 5K to half marathon and half marathon marathon. I mean, that's how we evolve. So we can't very well like go from being sedentary and jump right into a hard workout. So my very first, you know, thing that I know now after working with so many women is that you have to prioritize this first, making this general movement a habit of your life. Until you have that happening, there's really no value in trying to do crush a hard workout later. We want to look at our hard workouts almost under an entirely different pillar of health because hard workouts, actually anything that's asking change of our body, um, anything that's pushing our body to grow muscle or, um, you know, move into that anaerobic place, right? Where we're, you know, like a hit training where we're sucking wind is actively adding more cortisol into the system, which is a total no-no if you're in perimenopause and you're misaligned, right? You're already in this hormone imbalance. So in our path back to getting balanced again, um, and then our, then there's this other second piece, this path to getting forward. The first step really is, am I getting my daily movement pillar in? Am I just walking? And, and this is the mind death of it all, right? I've heard that said in a much worse term but I'm going to keep it clean on this podcast. Um, this is the mind depth of it all, is that we've been told our whole lives to do more and eat less, do more and eat less. And, and so we feel like a walk, a brisk 30-minute walk is not enough. It's not good enough, right? And yet it is exactly what your body needs. Like, so get out, walk your dog, go for a walk on your own. You know, your body will thank you. And, and one of the fastest ways to know if your hormones are unbalanced is if you have an irregular period, if you're having crazy PMS or even just, you know, really uncomfortable or any type of debilitating PMS. If your energy is inconsistent throughout the day, um, from the beginning till the end of the day, if you can't sleep consistently at light night or, you know, or if you're actually doing the things like you're actually working out or, or eating well and not able to lose weight. Um, or you cannot be consistent because the cravings are too hard or it's too challenging for you, right? To accommodate because you're too depleted. Those are all ways to know if your hormones are imbalanced. Um, so on the path to getting them back to balance when it comes to fitness, we really need to drive home this point and spread the message far and wide that like a brisk 30 minute walk once a day is like consistently or yoga, like just that 30 minutes of movement every day will give back to your body so significantly. Because if you're already imbalanced, right? If you're, if your imbalance is from elevated cortisol and you're already imbalanced, 
pushing yourself to do a hard workout when you're depleted only makes you more depleted. Unfortunately, it doesn't, it doesn't give back to your body the way you want it to. Um, and so this is the madness of it all is that we're, we're doing all the things and we're, instead of getting results, we're actually going backwards and feeling worse in our body. This is why so many women come to me all the time, depleted, exhausted, and confused. They're like, I'm doing all the things. Something must be wrong with me because I'm doing all the things that I used to do or all the things that the world is telling me to do. And none of it is working. So the very most important critical step is really just to look at that movement pillar and lock in that movement pillar as how do I just move for 30 minutes a day and, and learn to feel good about that, right? If we, if we can't seem to like sit still in a yoga position or yoga for 30 minutes, or we can't prioritize a walk for 30 minutes, this is where this obstacle is the way it comes into place. What you don't want to do is likely exactly what you need to do. <laughs> so go and do that slow effort. And, and the other thing, I guess, to recognize when it comes to then harder fitness is we almost have to move it out of this movement pillar and into the joy pillar. We are starved for joy. I talked about this on the last podcast episode. So more than ever, we are short on the things that fulfill us, on the things that make us happy, on the connection with other people in order to do those things. We need more joy and laughter in our lives. If you are wanting to do, if you love to work out already, this can fall under your joy pillar. And it probably isn't adding the same amount of stress that it might for someone who really hates it and dreads it all the time. But recognizing that you, what you want is to go to a fitness class or do a fitness class that you look forward to, that you're excited about, that the whole time you're having a really good time. And if the whole time you're hating it and miserable and dreading it, it is no bueno, right? Because what happens is that our mind-body connection is so significant. If your mind is dreading it, disliking it, not wanting it, and your body is depleted and exhausted, it just spikes that cortisol back up. So my point really in this episode, and what I really want to leave you guys with in this kind of down and dirty pocket of time is, is one, how valuable it is to make that shift from what is going to make me lose weight to... How am I going to lower the cortisol in my body today? Because lowering that by doing more joyful things, by being more present, by finding your purpose, by going slower, by accepting that simple movement actually provides so much value to the body, that allows us to come back to this place again of homeostasis and almost gives your body the opportunity to exhale and release. And when it does that, it's able to release the weight. So one more time with fitness, and, and I will say one of the biggest no-no on the fitness, I will dive into more cycle, cyclical fitness in another little episode. But for those of you who are really imbalanced, what I really want you to take away today is first and foremost, that daily movement and that if you want to do anything harder, do it out of fun. Don't do it for any other reason. If you are in balance and you want to elevate up, that's going to be a different episode. That's a different situation that we're going to talk about. Um, but the last piece I will say when it comes to your hormones and specifically if you bleed or even if you don't bleed, there's a, you know, a typical week, a month or so where we have, you know, that hormone dropout where we bleed or where, you know, some people like to track it by the moon where there is no moon or the new moon. That's during our bleed week. And that is a time where the body really needs to rest. And you should either not work out at all and opt for more sleep or um, walk, yoga. Again, something very gentle and delicate that releases the stress on the body instead of adding the stress. Your body's going through a lot at that time. And if you push yourself, 
you'll end up depleted and be unable to get the like the beautiful energy that comes from the next week of your cycle and your follicular phase. Okay, we'll talk about that more in the next couple of weeks, um, but I hope that helps you. And remember in life, you wanna be more in your life and not just less on a scale. So listen to your body. If I can, if I can encourage you to do one thing every day, it is to be like, hey, body, what do you want? <laughs> Nobody craving, like, what do you need, you know? And really go towards that longing that comes from within and not what the rest of the world is telling you to do. Okay, much love to you all. And thank you for joining the Period Whisperer podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.